to be productive or unproductive, it's okay to get some rest. I always tell myself to um, that I work a lot and that means that I have to get a lot of rest. I need to rest a lot. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. Together, we will break all the stereotypes about Ukrainians so that when the flag of Ukraine is lifted anywhere in the world, everyone will know Ukraine and its unique culture because today, Ukraine has a dynamic new generation that will change the world. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me and even though he struggled with cancer after that, for the rest of his life he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then from 2018 to 2019 for Two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children. And thank you all so much for the support. More than 215 people participated in this project for Ukraine. From the vice president of the Helen Marlin Group to the vice chancellor of the UGCC Church to the president of the Erasmus Student Network Kiev, to the president of the World Trade Center Kiev, to students from the FLEX program, Ukraine Global Scholars, Yale University, Harvard, and the London School of Economics, to the United Nations, to interns at the Ukrainian Parliament and at the Canadian Parliament, to top 1% students in Ukraine. But not only them. This project is for all Ukrainians from all backgrounds. So if you wish to participate, send me a message on Instagram at aziz.future and join the Telegram channel Kiev Future. My goal is to make interviews with hundreds of Ukrainians and the world is listening. This podcast is already top 50 in the United Kingdom, France, Switzerland and Monaco. Top 25 in Austria, Germany, Canada, Russia, and Poland. Top 15 in Australia, Italy, Spain, and Dubai. And top 10 in Norway, Sweden, the Netherlands, South Korea, Singapore, and many other places because this is now officially the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine. Together, we will break the stereotypes. Together, We will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people and this good reputation will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a better life. So let's begin. My guest today is Anne Shubatyuk. Anne was born in Vinitsa and is a Flex 2018 alumna in Texas. Anne has taken part in more than eight internships in companies such as MacPaw, Coca-Cola, Philip Morris, Lithuania Business University of Applied Sciences, and others. 
Currently, she studies International Business Administration at LCC International University in Lithuania and is an intern at the Ministry of Digital Transformation of Ukraine. She loves traveling, but right now, it's not really possible. Anne, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for inviting me. I'm really glad to be here. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. And I would like to begin this in a more emotional way. I hope it works with you. So when you really wish to feel alive, to forget all troubles, to just get those emotions that you really love, what is an activity you like to do? Oh, well, actually, I think just like talking to my friends, doing something something like very different. And that's usually like talking to my friends, like going somewhere, um, doing like random things, random trips. Uh, for example, like this week, I was very busy with many different things. And I was talking to my friends and we just randomly decided that we want to travel to a different city. And I'm really like glad and excited for those moments. So I think they really empower me. Those random moments, can I call them spontaneous sure, or yeah. do you prefer random? Yeah, spontaneous works. What is special about that? Is it the new emotions? Yeah, it's um, mostly the new emotions that you get and just the feeling of something something new, something that you haven't felt before. Um, that's something not that you feel every week, every day when you're doing work or study. So it's like a new feeling that you get. And I, that's what I like. Then tell me about your routine. How do you stay motivated doing things that will normally be boring and not different? Because they're necessary for you to create the life you want to get all those internships. You have to develop a routine where you repeat almost the same things day after day. But if you love those spontaneous experiences, how do you maintain motivation during the boring but necessary times? That's a great question. But uh, since I like the job that I'm doing and I'm taking part in the internship that I actually like, I love them. Uh, I love spending time doing this kind of work that I have to do right now. I don't really get unmotivated. I'm always kind of motivated and happy and excited. So every other working day is kind of fun for me. And I'm glad that I'm having this incredible opportunity to do the stuff that I like. Um, so I guess my advice would be to just do whatever you like and whatever you feel passionate about. And that's the key to success. Or switching from internship to internship eight times keeps things exciting. Nespa, isn't it? Um, yeah, I mean, it is exciting. You try different things, you get more experience, you meet new people. It is exciting. I like that. And to ask you another thing, these days, whatever it is, the summertime in Ukraine or in the last year or whatever, what new thoughts or something that you have been thinking about a lot because it's becoming clear it's important to you or you want to add more of it in your life or you just want to change in the world? Um, so uh, let me re-ask if I get the question right. So are you asking like, what am I thinking about um, most of the time or do I get the question correctly? Yes. Do you have something that you keep on thinking about because it demands your mm -hmm. thought 
an attention, okay. whether about the world or life or mm -hmm. insight, etc. Oh, yeah. Um, I actually, right now, since I finished my third year at university, uh, this next year is going to be my last year. So really often I'm thinking about the future, about my plans. What should I do? Uh, should I... Uh, pursue master degree or should I just go and work somewhere so I'm mostly thinking about my plans for the future what do I want what do I need what's best for me um, those are my thoughts like almost all the time <laughs> they're not very exciting because they make me a bit scared but also interesting because this is something again something new something hopefully exciting and interesting I like that. So let's think through it together. What do you see the benefits of already starting work? And what is the benefit of doing a master's degree instead as your next year move? Um, yeah, so right now, by doing the internships, I think the one thing that I take out of it is the experience. It's kind of obvious. If you study a lot, it doesn't matter still you will never get the amount of experience that you get by doing internships and by working and when you work you just dedicate yourself a lot more than when you're doing an internship and when it's an internship you have the opportunity to try yourself in different fields and in different companies that's how you can decide that for example you are not interested in working in uh, with technologies because that's something that is very confusing to you but for example working in fashion business is something that excites you. So it's like a good way for you to actually decide what you want. And um, like, I don't know, like, because for me, uh, personally, I had a lot of thoughts and I did not know what exactly do I want to do, even though I knew the field, but I did not know, like the company, I did not know, like something, I wasn't very sure about the specific things. And by doing the internships, I kind of saw what I actually want to be doing and talking about the master degree um it's hard to say because it's it's again it's knowledge and it's never bad it's never too bad I can always uh, get smarter <laughs> and I would be really glad to pursue some kind of a master degree um, by working I will just start again but actually working getting um getting money and um, starting my like actual career, even though I feel like I have already started with those internships, but still it's like not a real job. So having a real job is kind of more interesting and it's more like formal. So it depends on whether I want to uh, actually start like a, like a, not a boring life, but more like a normal life routine, I guess, or do I still want to be a student, still want to live that hectic life lifestyle? Um, I think that's also important to remember. And as for now, I honestly, I'm not too sure whether I want to be doing the first thing or the second thing. And I feel like I'm just going to go with the flow and see where it brings me. It feels like both will be great decisions. You mentioned going with the flow. You mentioned doing random things with your friends, spontaneity. Are you a spontaneous kind of girl? Um, honestly, I would not say so. Even though I like doing spontaneous things, I would not call myself a spontaneous person. I really like to plan things and people who... Um, who know me at least a little bit, they know that um, if I'm there, I will always like plan everything. If we're going for a walk, I want to know like where exactly we're going. 
what are our stops? Like what is going to happen at this time of us walking? So those things are very important to me. And sometimes I don't do that, uh, but mostly I do. I try to uh, be a little more chill about that. For example, my last trip, I was just not there. I was just enjoying and having my greatest time. But mostly I like to plan everything um, to arrange different things. So I would not call myself a spontaneous person, even though I'm trying to uh, become a spontaneous person. Thank you. And it's very interesting that you are completing your personality in that way. You said you love your job right now. What do you love about it? What bigger value or cause does it contribute to that you enjoy as well as what about it does it grow you, give you the experiences that you wanted to add? Oh, that's a great question. Um, well, since, since I had a lot of experience in different fields, I kind of feel like I want to talk about different things and um, concentrate on different fields. And right now, I actually, one of the projects that I'm working on is a project connected to startups. And I work for a platform that writes about startups. We um, contact them and we get to know different startups. And that's very exciting. And that's how I get um, a lot of inspiration, like entrepreneurial inspiration and different thoughts about like maybe starting like my own thing. And I like reading about other paths, like what other people do and what they what they actually like achieve. Um, so that inspires me because I actually see like the... Uh, the road that people take, where they started and where are they now. That's that's really exciting. I would say that's the first thing that comes to my mind about what inspires me at my work. And talking about <clears throat> the um, internship at Digital Transformation of Ukraine, that's a whole another story because it's like the actual governmental place. And I would say that at the beginning, I was very uh, kind of scared because I did not know what to expect. And people have a lot of thoughts about government in Ukraine and governmental system and how different things work. So I was kind of scared and I didn't know what, again, what to expect. But after like meeting those people, after seeing everybody talking to them, I understood that uh, that's exactly like what I thought. That's not how it is. And that excites me. And the people that I met, again, it's very exciting. And I'm really happy that um, even though my internships come into the end, uh, those people are still going to work there and still going to work towards helping um, Ukraine, helping building the Ukraine. And I feel like the government, uh, the Minister of Digital Transformation of Ukraine is one of those ministries that actually does a lot of things, does a lot of progressive things, I would even say. And the progress that they make is like a huge progress and it's very important. And I'm really glad that I had the chance to become a part of it. Thank you. It sounds wonderful and that you have a lot of secret tips or at least you have a lot of experience finding great internships imagine there are students from ukraine right now who wish to find great internships but they don't know they have nowhere to find advice etc what would you advise them what would be the process you'd recommend to them to find really great internships mm -hmm. um that's a good question i would first of all uh recommend to I guess, create a list um, of different companies that you have in your mind. Maybe you remember a company that your friend did an internship last year, or maybe 
you saw on the internet about like some random company that you really like that company. Maybe you want to do an internship there. So kind of create a list of companies that may be your place of internship. Also, uh, try to research, try to Google everything. There are a lot of resources, a lot of things on the internet. That would be really, really helpful. Um, And even though you might have a specific place where you want to have your internship, it's always good to apply to um, multiple internships. And I'm saying a lot of internships. Um, I feel like the thing that helped me a lot is that I actually applied not to like five internships, but to 10. Because if you apply to five, it does not necessarily have to be five. But for example, if you apply to five, you may get rejected from all of them. But if you apply to 10, you may get like one acceptance letter. Um, So the more you apply, the more chances you get. And of course, it does not mean that you have to apply to the companies or jobs that you want to, you don't want to be doing. But still, it would be great to have a lot of different companies um, that you think you would be a great fit for and that you like. Um, I think that that what's that that is what what is really important. Um, what else? I would say creating a good resume is important. Um, there are a lot of there are tons of videos on YouTube, a lot of articles that you can read um, from different people, from different HR managers about how to create a perfect uh, resume. Uh, from my point of view, from what I used and from what I've heard from different people. Uh, from different big companies is that it's better to create a resume concentrating more on your performance and what you have actually achieved. Uh, so for example, instead of saying, I organized an event, organizing an event is cool and great, but um, give us more um, specific information. For example, I organized an event with 500 people and managed a budget of uh, $300, for example, or if you're saying that you worked with <clears throat> Excel file or Microsoft Office, uh, that is not necessarily is like an achievement that would be more like a skill. Um, and for that, for like a part of your resume, that would be more helpful to say what you have actually done. For example, you created a table uh, in Microsoft Office that did something for that company. I don't know, like a specific specific table. Um, so concentrate more on the results. Um, that's really cool. And a lot of uh, companies like numbers. So if you put there a lot of numbers that you did the amount of something, uh, that would be also really great. Then we're going to the actual interview. And the interview, I, I, I would just advise to actually be yourself, um, to be yourself and try to actually smile a lot, uh, be friendly, uh, be nice. Um, and I think that everybody will succeed if they achieve those rules. Also research about the company. That's important. That's actually really important. That would be, that should be number one. Um, you should know like where you're applying. That's okay. If you apply to a company that you don't know, uh, or that you've never heard of, but you found it on the internet and you think you like it, that's fine. Uh, But still, uh, before applying, research about the company. What do they do? Uh, What do you think uh, you would be doing? What's your help? And so on. Because a lot of the time people ask on the interview, like, what do you know about us? And stuff like that. And that would not be nice to say that. I don't know anything. I just need a job or an internship. 
So do your research. That would be my last advice. I loved all the tips that you gave and the way you think and approach things. So I would like to ask another thing. You have such a great accent. How did you develop it? What did you do? That will be your process for other students in Ukraine, etc., or anyone not American who might be listening, who want to be similar to you. What would you recommend? Resources, techniques, uh, ways to do things? What will it be? Um, yeah, that's actually the question that I get quite a lot. Um, I would say that there's a lot. Of, there are a lot of tips uh, if you research them on the internet. But the thing that worked for me is that um, first of all, I started from listening to music, uh, watching movies, hearing different audios, different people. I tried to talk to like a lot of Americans, a lot of people from. England and other English-speaking countries, but they were mostly from the United States. So I guess that's what influenced me. Um, and I kind of just, I like the way they're talking and I try to do the same thing. And then when I went to Flex program to study in Texas, that kind of, again, happened. And I had a chance to practice it a lot more. And while being surrounded by people who have the American accent, it kind of just I started using that too, even though I already, I feel like I already had some kind of accent, but there were still some words that I used to say in a certain way. Um, and I remember that when I was uh, taking part in the American theater, I had to um, actually like go through each and every word to make sure that I'm saying that in the American way. For example, instead of saying memories, uh, the way I used to say it when I was in high school, for example. It's better to say memories. That's how people say it in America. Um, and you can actually, again, Google it. And there are a lot of tips and a lot of words. How do people say certain things? Also, for example, instead of saying 21, people say 21. So they just don't say T-Y. Uh, but actually, I've Googled and I found out about that um, like last year, maybe, or two years ago. So it just kind of happened by itself. But I think uh, listening a lot to movies, to music, to different people helped me. And uh, also the fact that I always wanted to perfect my language. I was not just trying to talk and to um, learn the actual language, but also like the the way they're speaking. So I think not all people want that and not all people aim for that. People sometimes just want to speak and they feel like as soon as they start speaking, that's fine. That's, that's totally okay. And it is, it's, it's fine. But still, if you want to have like the American accent or you want to get rid of your Russian or whatever accent that you have, um, just listen to a lot of things. Or if you feel like that doesn't help, I would say uh, research the words that people use the people have mistakes in like 21 <laughs> um, and Google, like what is the right way to say that? And how, how can I get rid of my accent? There are a lot of tips for that too. I feel like I will ask you all the questions that you either hear often or people <laughs> wish they could ask you. So how are you so productive? How do you schedule your day? How do you manage your energy? How do you do things so that you can do a lot and be able to succeed at doing it and achieve so much so that the listeners might get even one idea that can support and help them. 
Um, I always try to write down uh, different things, different tasks that I have to do. That's something that helps me. And I know there there are a lot of different apps. There's Notion. There is just the simple to-do list. And I, I also use to-do list on my iPhone. But um, the thing that works for me best is just writing down everything on the paper. For some reason, that's like, I don't know, that's the best thing. Um, and I like... But how do you prioritize? I mean, if you write everything, but then they're not so important, mm-hmm. or if you have like a billion important things, how do you prioritize? Or do you do everything uh, that is like seems important? Because sometimes even if you have 24 hours in the day, you might feel you need 100 hours in a day to do everything that is important. So do you write everything and do everything? Or do you give like prioritization or how do you approach it? Yeah, I actually write down everything. That's super simple. Uh, But then uh, throughout the day, I know that I have some tasks that have to be done, uh, like first things first. Um, Then I know that there are other things that I have deadlines for. I try to make that happen. And then when I have like extra time that I can spend for work, I look at my to-do list and see what else is there. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I sometimes, well, actually almost all the time I work during the weekends um, because I still have a lot of things to do. Uh, and there, there can be even small things, but I, I'm just going to forget them. So I've, I'm, I usually just write them down. It's like, to add something, to text somebody. I always forget that. So I, I even write down things like that. Um, so I would, yeah, prioritization is great. I think that helps. Again, there is Notion, for example, or just simple to-do list if you don't want to download different apps. Uh, and you can create like tables. You can create different things, different. Um, for example, I have, when I study, I have a list of study things that I have to do. And those things would be should be done first. For example, write an essay or text a professor. That should be done first. And then I have work. And then when I'm done with studying, I would do this, the work section. And then I have like extra, which is like do laundry. <laughs> and then I would do laundry like last thing. <laughs> but still, I would find time for that. Um, yeah, I just, I guess I try to see the overall day, like what's planned. What, what, what are some things that I have to do? Um, and then I just build my day around that. Thank you. I'm going to enjoy this and I will extract all the wisdom you have in your brain. So I'll ask another question. You spoke about, about the Ministry of Digital Transformation. You didn't know what to expect because it's governmental, etc. Well, what is your approach when you begin an internship in order to know what is expected? How do you, do you get along with new people? How do you form friendships? And how do you do a job that will be noticed? What is your way since you've done it at least eight times? Uh, actually, it depends. Uh, depends on the place and it depends on the internships. There are some places that just will talk to you and tell you that we expect this and that. And we want this to be done at this time. And there is this deadline. But also, uh, as the thing that you mentioned, there are some places that you have to approach and ask, what do you expect from me? What do you want? What should I do? Uh, and I had actually both experiences. The first one is a little bit more pleasant because you already know what you have to do. You don't have to ask. 
Um, but if you don't know anything, you don't know where to start, I would just uh, suggest asking uh, as many questions as possible. Uh, people who uh, mentor you on your internship, they are ready for that. They will be actually glad to hear your questions. Um, and even if they're like stupid, even if you feel like that's kind of obvious, but still that's okay. And if you make some kind of clarification, that's also totally fine. So I would recommend just asking as many questions as possible. Um, right now, uh, since we're mostly like working remotely, I also like to uh, ask some questions about like the person. Uh, for example, like, so where do you live or where are you now? Like, are you in Kiev or are you in a, a different city? What's the weather there? Um, because I feel like if we would be working um, not remotely, like uh, not of, we would be actually like going to the office, um, we would be friends and we would have like normal conversations. But right now, since we're online, we're mostly just talking about work. So it's important to build this connection, this friendship, as you also mentioned. Um, so again, uh, asking questions, being nice, trying to um, learn different things. Um, a lot of the time you would be given uh, a lot of material, a lot of, I don't know, books, videos to watch, to prepare, presentations to dive into. I would suggest doing that. Um, and also, I guess it's important to uh, clarify the working hours, the time that you would be working, how many hours, um, when, and like, how is it going to do? Um, also, I would suggest asking about the deadlines because there are some things that are priority and there are some things that are not priority. And that's important to understand uh, which are which. Um, I also had an experience when uh, the person who was my mentor was super busy and he never had time to uh, speak to me. And he would give me the task, but then he would never have time to check it or like we wouldn't have time for our calls. Um, so that was not nice. But then uh, one of my kind of advices or I guess what I proposed, I proposed just having this calls at a different time and that was totally fine. So again, communication is the key, as they say, just talking everything. And again, asking questions is important because that's an internship. That's the place where you learn. That's the most important. Thank you, Anne. And you spoke about going on spontaneous random trips with your friends and that travel is one of your favorite things. Well, what does it give you? What does, do you like about it? What is its role in your personality? I feel like traveling uh, helps me get out of the box, I don't know, get out of the frame, um, comfort zone, whatever. Um, it really just helps to relax, but relax in a different way. Because when you are traveling, you're never relaxed. You always have to like remember what's going on, where are you, and like different. What is your road home and stuff like that? Of course, it depends on the situation, but still. And um, yeah, so I would say that it just helps me to relax, to um, see different things. I often meet different new people when I used to travel to like different countries, especially I would always meet new people. And since I'm already like out of my box, <laughs> I always like, I'm not afraid of talking to people or even asking them like for different things, like for the uh, asking them where is the right way to go somewhere or just different suggestions and stuff like that. Um, and that's 
the way to like meet new people, meet new friends. So that's exciting. So once you're out of your box, it's kind of easier for you to get out of it one more time, even if you're out of it already. Um, so yeah, I suggest even right now, if it's impossible, well, again, it's possible, but not to every country, I would suggest going somewhere at least to a different town, at least to a different city, if there is no possibility to go to a different country. Because I feel like going to a different country is a lot bigger experience than going to a different city. But for now, we get what we get. So at least go into a different city. So please, if you are listening to it, go to a different city, to a different town, travel as much as you can, even though it's quite hard right now. Thank you. And well, tell me about your flex experience, since that's a mix of travel and almost work and study and new culture and learning and growing at a young age. Did it change you? How did it change you? How was Anne before that and after? Tell me everything. Um, actually, yeah, I feel like it has influenced me in a very good way. I have found new friends. It was a really, it was a great experience. Uh, I really liked my American high school and I feel like almost every day I'm like in my thoughts, I'm going back to those times and I'm rethinking through that experience. And I'm really grateful that I had this opportunity because I feel like my life would be very different, like extremely different without it. Um, so yeah, it was overall, it was a great experience. Again, traveling and spending the whole year like being surrounded by different people, by a new culture that sounded like a challenge at first, but was actually like a very exciting thing to have as a part of my life. Um, right now, when I'm looking back at it, and I would actually like repeat everything again, maybe even multiple times, because that was really cool. And that was, that was really nice. Sometimes there were, again, hard things. There were things that I had to go through, but just Overall, I'm, again, really grateful. One of the most exciting things that happened to me was my flex experience. Thank you. And I keep thinking about you saying that you work on the weekend as well, so you have no days off. What in your belief or approach or mindset or approach to productivity or sacrificing now in order to have something better later or whatever you think, what goes on in your mind that makes you enjoy or do that and go through with it? Well, I think I see what other people at my age do. And sometimes those are great things. But sometimes it's literally like nothing. Uh, because not all people are productive. Not all people like to work. Not all people like to succeed in different things. And that's fine. That's totally okay. Uh, but that also keeps me motivated. I watch a lot of videos, a lot of interviews from different uh, people that I adore, that I feel passionate about. And I watch that. And then again, I feel motivated. And for example, I watched that video on Friday evening, which means that on Saturday and on Sunday, I will be super motivated, uh, which means that I have to do something because I have so much motivation. So that's something that helps me. Uh, but also there are just some things that I always postpone for a different time. And sometimes that time, th this time that I postponed it for comes and usually it's during the weekend and I finally have to do it. And it's good that I, it's, it feels like I work all the time, but it's not like that. I also like rest a lot of the time or at least try. 
um, I mostly work uh, in the morning during the weekend or at least like the first part of the day. It depends on the workload and how much things I have to do. Uh, but it's usually not that much as during the week. Um, so yeah, it's it depends on the personality. It's not for everybody. I feel like I'm contributing to my future, um, to different things. And again, working, it's not always like working to gain money, but also like I'm working when I'm reading something that I wanted to read throughout the week, or I don't know, like um, adding something to my resume. And I wanted to do this for so long, but I didn't have time. So I have to sit down and do it during the weekend or do some kind of presentation for, uh, I don't know, the, the, I don't know, whatever I had to do. So things like that. And they're also like, they're not fun. They're not super exciting. Maybe I would want to do them, but not always. Um, so I can also count that at work or at least a task that I have to do. So yeah, I think just, it depends on the personality. That's fine if you're not working during the weekends or you just forget about everything you had to do. But sometimes, and I feel like there are a lot of people who would agree with me, especially your listeners, because they're all kind of successful people. Um, that's okay. And it's important to rest. But if you have time for that, even if it's not during the weekend, if it's a different time, then that's totally fine. Thank you. And do you still have time and keep time for maybe working out or doing yoga or anything to take care of your health? Or is the focus is so much on activity and creating your future and learning etc that at right now it's not really the big focus your body fitness and health um i actually it is it is always a focus but i sometimes i go back and forth because i always well not always sometimes it happens and i just forget about things or you know like a lot of work comes in and you have to do things so right now I'm in the stage where I'm doing this challenge where I have to run for, um, I don't know, three months, I think, every day. I'm doing that. I haven't skipped a day now. So I'm really excited about that. And hopefully that won't happen. But the thing is that I hate running and I really don't enjoy this time. And it always, it is very painful. It, it is really nice to come back home and actually feel like, okay, I succeeded. I did this, but I don't feel excited and happy doing this. So it's like a little success, but also a, a little a little bit of pain every morning when I have to do this. But I'm really still glad that I'm doing this. Thank you. That's absolutely fantastic. And how did you handle the pandemic? Did you find it actually an opportunity to be more productive? Or was it emotionally a bit hard because of social distancing, quarantine, and being away from friends and people? I would say that um, I actually started being productive during uh, quarantine because that's when I got my first internship uh, just at the beginning of a pandemic. So that was exciting. And then I kind of got motivated and I started participating in different things. Um, so that was nice. Uh, so I would say overall, it is a great experience because now you can uh, do your work, do your internship from uh, different parts of the world. You don't have to be specifically in that country, which is great. A lot of people who apply to, I don't know, internships abroad, it's okay. They can still work here. And that was the case with me. I did not have to go to a different city, different country. I could just be at home and get my experience. Um, so I would say overall, even though the atmosphere in the world was very 
um, was very sad, uh, very pessimistic. Um, talking about like my professional career, that was doing, I was doing great, I would say. And about my overall just like mental health and being uh, well-being, of course, it was like difficult because that's something I have never experienced. But I felt okay because I was not the only one. Uh, literally, the whole world was experiencing the same thing. And that always helps me just thinking and knowing that I'm not the only one. Thank you. And I'm curious, you could have studied at any university in the world. Why did you choose your LCC in Lithuania? Well, um, actually, it just, I don't know, it happens happened by itself. I had a friend who studied there and she just suggested me to come there. And I Googled it. And I felt like it's, it's an okay place. So I went there. Um, it wasn't really like a big choice. Uh, also, the thing is that the education there is kind of like of American style and we study in English. So after um, being in the United States for a year, that's what I wanted to do. And I felt like, I felt really uncomfortable when I had to come back home and study in uh, Ukrainian again because uh, I had to pass my exams. So I actually like studying in English and I feel like it's a lot easier for me now. So I guess that, that was one of the main reasons. Thank you. And to ask you one of the last questions is this. Imagine someone, like you said, other people, they don't do the same things that you do, etc. If someone really, they want to be as motivated and as productive as you, but either they feel stuck or they don't know how to begin or everyone around them is not that way. So they don't know, really, they don't have good role models. What is your advice or even like maybe a piece of wisdom, you know, or a quote or just a a perspective that can help them and give them a bit of a direction? I would say just start, just start, start from anywhere, start from something. I actually have a friend who, um, who's also having this kind of situation because she's, she doesn't know what to do with her life next. And I'm always telling her, just do something that will help. Um, Cause if you try going to like a different field or I don't know, doing an internship or finding a new hobby. Like what's the worst thing that is going to happen? Literally nothing. You are just going to get an experience and understand that this is something that you want to be doing or something that you don't want to be doing. So I would say the main thing is to simply start and to keep going, uh, starting from the beginning until you find something that you actually like. And after you find something that you like, it's very easy to keep going um, and you won't feel unmotivated. And that's okay if people around you are not doing the same thing or they don't feel like that's their path. Uh, maybe they need a person like you who will be motivating them and who will help them and guide them. Maybe you should be their helper and that's totally fine. Uh, so yeah, the main thing is just to start, start from somewhere to make sure that you're doing at least something in order to succeed in at least something. And then after doing something for a while, trying hard, trying yourself in different programs, I don't know, different jobs, internships, that's how you can actually find what you love, what you want to be doing, and what are you passionate about. Thank you so much. It was great. And if people want to follow you to know more about you what is the best social media to do that 
as well as if there is any project that is interesting to you that you want to raise awareness about, you can share some information about that as well. Um, if somebody wants to follow me, um, my name is Anna Chubatuk, A-N-N-A-C-H-U-B-A-T-I-U-K on all platforms, LinkedIn, Facebook, it's A-N-N underscore C-H-B-T-K on Instagram. Um, and talking about something that I want to raise awareness of, um, we talked a lot about productivity. So I guess my main thought would be um, to not to be scared to be productive or unproductive. It's okay to get some rest. I always tell myself to um, that I work a lot, and that means that I have to get a lot of rest. I need to rest a lot. Um, and the amount of the resting time, the amount of work, like nobody's counting that. So it's okay to rest. It's okay to procrastinate. Everybody does that. And I feel like people right now, they think too much about this and um, they feel too worried about being unproductive, even though it's okay to be unproductive. And maybe um, when you're unproductive, that actually is something that motivates you. I don't know, scrolling on Instagram, you're getting... Um, inspiration from beautiful pictures or listening to music you get you're getting hyped up from the music so that's okay we talked a lot about um motivation but that's okay if you or motivation and even productivity but that's okay if you do not feel like you're super productive i also don't feel like i am super productive um i just try to keep going keep doing things and to have this overall picture of me at least doing something and i feel like it's uh, going on pretty good so i would just suggest again start from somewhere do something and at the end find something that you love so that you don't have to wor worry about motivation productivity because you would just be doing something that you love something that you adore even if you even if it takes a lot of time to find that thank you so much Anne. it was a privilege it was really enriching and i wish you a great day thank you you too